What's going on, guys? My name is Jake. I'm Asus. And this is your Body Comp Prescription, where we help you navigate through all things health and fitness. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at BodyCompRx. Yeah, guys, welcome. Welcome to uh, this week's episode. Um, so this week's episode kind of seemed fitting, right? Because it's right now, you know, I don't know when when you're watching this, but for us, it's the weekend at least, right? Mm-hmm. And I think most people associate this week, the weekend in general as like time to hang out with friends, time to do fun things, you know, maybe grab a cocktail or two, you know, have fun with that. And, yeah. um, you know, I think I speak for both Jake and I, you know, that's something we really like doing. We really like, you know, cracking a cold one, cold one with the boys, mm-hmm. or, you know, or just finding a way to share a drink and, you know, spend some time together so with that being said uh this week's episode will be about alcohol and mm-hmm. you know we're going to dive into what is alcohol how does it affect us in in a sense of reaching our goals whether that goal is to you know lose weight or build muscle and how does it affect us um, in training as a whole mm-hmm. so so yeah so with that being said i kind of wanted to talk to you guys about um alcohol in general like what is it what happens when you consume alcohol in your body because i feel like a lot of people don't really know exactly what happens you're just kind of like oh i drink too much and you know i get smashed and i get hammered but mm-hmm. um to kind of get to kind of paint, paint you guys a picture um when you consume alcohol it obviously goes through your stomach um it goes through your stomach and it's also absorbed into your bloodstream right kind of like those two paths from mm-hmm. your stomach it's absorbed into your small intestines and then if there's an excess amount it goes straight into your bloodstream and then from your bloodstream it kind of gets pushed everywhere throughout your body and that's how you know you could have um you lose motor control basically when you're like you know tipsy and you no longer have you know um access to your like actual brain and it's your function of your body um but if you didn't know um if when you don't have food in your body before consuming alcohol the reason why, you know, people say like, oh, make sure you have a good meal or make sure you're eating something before alcohol. It's because um, in your intestines, when you're digesting it, alcohol, it gets digested much faster than anything else. Right. So as soon as you start drinking um, alcohol, your body's immediately going to want to break that down because it's a foreign substance and, you know, and alcohol isn't really meant to be in our system. So your body immediately wants to break that down and find a way to get rid of it right yeah yeah the you know when you consume alcohol right um your body treats alcohol very much like it would a a poison almost like it really wants to handle that first before anything else so uh when you um consume alcohol um your liver deals with it and it doesn't worry about your um it kind of puts your metabolism of Uh, carbs fats proteins that kind of goes like on the back burner so it can deal with um, removing the alcohol from your system because your body doesn't really want it there so you know it your body doesn't want it it just tries to get rid of it and you know like Hesu said that's why like if you have food it can it can uh, make it seem like it doesn't hit you as hard or at least as quickly because there are, your body is like multitasking and trying to deal with both. But um, ultimately the, the liver like wants to deal with alcohol above all else to help try and, you know, remove it from your system. But um, 
you have any you you have something to add on top on top of that no no i i think that's i think that's very interesting um good that you said that because you know i always thought it was interesting how um alcohol is one of those things that you know everyone for the most part most people partake in right mm -hmm. um but it, in a way it's also listed as a drug so in a way it's a drug that we all kind of do collectively as a whole i know there's a few who you know choose not to drink and you know i'm not saying that's not good or bad i'm just saying it's it's interesting how it's something our society does as a whole knowing that it's bad for our body and our body naturally wants to reject it right because essentially yeah. when you're consuming alcohol your body is finding ways to get rid of that that's whether you're you know urinating it out you're uh sweating um a lot of people when what they don't know is that they're like oh your breath smells like alcohol that's also a form of your body trying to release alcohol because you get if you guys remember in the episode we were talking about hydration i was saying mm -hmm. how um we lose hydration by us breathing or breathing excelling out we're actually excelling our water molecules out well when you're drinking alcohol you're also doing the same thing but this time it's the alcohol trying to get rid of your system mm -hmm. um and I just thought, I thought, I thought that was also fascinating. It's like, it's crazy how it's something we do. We've been doing for many years, but yet our body doesn't really like it, but we like it. At least yeah. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. So yeah. So, so now with, with that said, I think it's um, a great uh, point to jump into how does alcohol, something that we all love doing and, you know, most of us love doing, how does it affect our goals? And in particular, how does it affect our weight loss? Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, as far as fat loss goes, I think there's like this, um, there's this idea that goes around that you like can't drink when you're on a calorie deficit, right? Um, mm -hmm. Calorie deficit for the purpose of, you know, losing weight over time, right? Um, you know, people are like, oh, you know, alcohol makes you fat. And like, you know, there's all these like um, accusations that are not completely like scientifically backed up, but because of, um, in my opinion, the things that come alongside drinking um, don't benefit you for fat loss, if that makes sense, right? Because um, as we mentioned earlier, the uh, your body wants to deal with alcohol first and not necessarily, you know, your other macronutrients, right? Your your proteins, fats, carbs, it, it doesn't want to deal with that um, primarily, right? Um, but if you didn't know this, um, one gram of alcohol has seven calories per. So we've talked about the other macronutrients before. Um, four, uh, four calories per gram of uh, protein and carbs and then nine calories per gram of fat. And now we have alcohol, which is seven calories per gram. So just a fun fact to, to keep in mind. But as it relates to fat loss, you know, when you drink, usually you're eating alongside it also. You know, usually there's snacks, or a meal, if you like go out to a meal and have like a couple of drinks or something like that, there's usually food that comes with it. So it, it makes it really hard to achieve fat loss with, um, with drinking if you can't control that kind of stuff. In my personal opinion, I think that drinking and losing weight is very, very possible, right? As long as you stay under your calorie deficit, you're technically still good. You, you may not be giving your body all the nutrients that it wants, but calories in versus calories out. If you're um, burning more than you consume, uh, then, you know, you, you're still putting yourself in a position to lose, lose weight and lose fat um, with that. So 
Yeah, dude. I think um, something people have to take into mind is we're in a weight loss um, journey. Um, we always preach, you know, counting your macros, being in a calorie deficit. Um, and I always tell, at least personally, at least maybe if I do this myself, but I'm always like, you could technically eat and drink whatever it is you want to drink and eat, right? But you have to take into account what you're eating and drinking. In this case, you know, if if you know you're going to go out tonight and, you know, <clears throat> sorry, have a margarita or something, um, you know that that alcohol has a few calories, right? You, you got to take into mind the about like 200, 300 calories you're about to consume from just the alcohol alone. Also, what people neglect to um, realize is that a lot of our drinks, if you're getting like, for example, I just said margarita, it has syrups, it has juices, other things that add into the calories you're already consuming. Because hard yeah. liquor alone, it's about like about 200, maybe 300, depending on which liquor you're consuming. Um, per ounce and an ounce is roughly like about a shot you know some of us have a handy a heavy hand so you know <laughs> a shot, it, it depends how much you're, you're pouring into your shot um but yeah that, that one shot could have about 200 300 calories alone and just how jake said you could still have a weight loss goal and still reach your weight loss goal while consuming alcohol but with that all that in mind is that you have to understand that, you know, the moment it's no longer just the hard liquor and it's also the sodas you add on top, the syrups, the juices, that's mm. more calories, more carbs um, that you have to take into account. Yeah, it, it that um, that sounds really familiar from when we were talking about, um, was it energy drinks when you were talking about coffee and how coffee inherently isn't like bad for you, but it's when you start adding, again, like the syrups, the sugars, um, you know, your, co your milk, your cream, all that kind of stuff. They just like add on top of each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good point for sure. Yeah. And, it, and like, it, but it's also like, basically to kind of like summarize what I was saying, it's like, you could still have alcohol, but if you know you're having a sugary drink, you, you know, you have to keep that into mind on how it affects your goals or how it affects maybe your nutrition for that day. You know, because you could always yeah. prepare for, for you know, your night out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I actually have a, I have a tip for, for everyone out there. Um, this isn't scientifically proven. I'm just going to throw that out there. But um, what I would tend to do or what I would try and focus on, if you know that you're going to go, um, go out for drinks or you're going to, you know, have a couple of drinks at home or whatever the case may be, is um, accounting for that. Obviously, you may not know how many you're going to have later on in the day but trying to account for that as best as you can and taking those calories away from your um, fat alone or from your fat and carbs combined. So that way you can still account for the deficit, um, you know, not have your normal diet and then add the drinks on top of it, just like substituting um, uh, calories for, instead of it being food during the day, have it be drinks during the night. Um, that that's a that's a decent way to help kind of get around that, um, and you can account for your fat and your carbs early, taper those back so that way you can save them up for your drinks later in the day. Yeah, but, um, that you know it's funny you said that. Sorry, it's funny you said that because I, when I was counting my macros, I would always kind of plan out my meals ahead of time, 
mm-hmm. right? I'm sure other people do this too. So it's like, like I said earlier, if you're going, if you know, you you know, it's your friend's birthday party on Saturday night, you know, you know, you're going to have a few drinks. Um, and you, and if you're, if you're strict for your journey, your weight loss journey in particular, you know, you could be like, okay, maybe I'm gonna go out tonight and have two drinks and two drinks only. You could take into account those two drinks and structure your nutrition uh, to account for those two drinks. Yeah, for sure. But uh, cool. Why don't we, why don't we fl- flip it to the other side of the coin for those who may not necessarily be trying to lose fat and are primarily trying to build muscle and how, how um, that alcohol plays into trying to build muscle and stuff. Um, uh, I'll, I'll go first, I guess. I just think that, again, this is not some, alcohol doesn't really benefit you at all um, as far as contributing to your uh, long-term goals. Um, and this is where a little bit of the science is going to come in. Um, I have, I, I found some articles and we'll include all the articles that we used, uh, in the description of our YouTube video. So if you're interested in looking at those, um, feel free to check those out. But I found several articles that have shown that, um, alcohol can reduce protein synthesis, um, by as much as, uh, 35, 37%, um, after consuming alcohol. So, you know, like that, that's a pretty significant number, you know, when, you know, we talk about muscle building all the time here on the podcast and how, you know, maximizing your protein synthesis is what you, you know, you want to be in a really good state and have a lot of protein synthesis happening in order for you to keep building muscle. Now, obviously I'm guessing you're not like drinking every single day, hopefully, but um, just to keep in mind that if you're trying to build muscle, you're risking that protein synthesis, protein breakdown balance going on. Um, so that doesn't really um, benefit you very much. Do you have anything to say about muscle building and alcohol? Yeah, yeah, I think uh, that's exactly what I wanted to bring up. You know, a lot of this research out there, and, you know, I also included a link um, that we're going to be attaching. Um, but Alcohol is known to, you know, reduce the protein synthesis, impair our muscle growth. Um, how we said at the beginning of the video, you know, alcohol isn't necessarily good for us. And we've known that from just time, you know, for many years, you know, we've been drinking alcohol yet. Like I said, alcohol isn't, our body doesn't want the alcohol in our system. And it's pretty much trying to find a way to get rid of it as soon as possible. Um, and so when it comes to, you know, if you want to build muscle, knowing that alcohol may impair your muscle growth. And if you recall on our first uh, few episodes when we're talking about muscle, our body naturally breaks down and and, uh, builds muscle, right? But if we're already impairing that ability to make muscle and produce more muscle, um, that kind of sets us back, right? That's kind of like if if your goal is to build muscle and you're, you know, taking account your uh, protein intake and you know you're doing everything right it's like taking three steps forward but five steps back because of the alcohol um unfortunately you know it, it makes it more difficult for those um compared to those who are you know wanting to lose weight because i think you know if you're trying to if your goal is fat loss you could kind of take into account the alcohol you're going to consume but mm-hmm. as far as like muscle building you know unfortunately it really you know like stops us and slows down our muscle growth and if that's your one goal it's you know counterintuitive 
Yeah, I think that, but this is again also uh, acutely, you know, like this isn't, yeah. um, you know, uh, this is like if you went to the gym the same day, uh, like earlier in the day, and then you were to go out uh, for like a night of drinks, the likely the likelihood that you are able to build the same amount of muscle and recover from that workout um, is not as high as if you were to obviously, you know, not drink that night. But yeah, um, yeah. Why don't we why don't we um, keep this going because we're it kind of ties in at the same time with um, how al- alcohol affects like our training and stuff like that. Because yeah. I think that um, tying into the muscle building stuff, we know that um, in order to build muscle, we need to recover properly, right? We've talked about that in several episodes. Um, on top of that, too, you know, recovery episode, muscle building, all that kind of stuff, right? So mm-hmm. what alcohol does, if you've ever, if you've ever drank and been hung over, you know exactly what I'm talking about, but this is usually after a night of drinking, you feel dehydrated because you are dehydrated. We know from hydration that that's not optimal for muscle building either. Right. Um, even if, even though you feel rested after a night of drinking, your sleep is technically not the best sleep that you get because of the alcohol. Um, it, it messes it. That's like neurology and stuff. I don't, I don't claim to know that. So, but it, um, it does mess with, um, your sleep patterns. I know that for sure. And, you know, dehydration, not quality rest. Um, you know, it's, it doesn't really add up to include alcohol as part of your, you know, it, again, it doesn't really help your training at all by adding alcohol into the mix. So, you know, if you can't recover properly, you can kind of guess to see that what alcohol is good or is not good um, as it relates to training. Yeah, and I think I wanted to touch in, um, you mentioned your energy for like the next day, right? Mm -hmm. Um, When you're hungover, you know, how Jake says, you are pretty much, um, you're lacking your water, because you know you're dehydrated um your food um i don't know if a lot if you guys ever get to this point where you kind of judge your training based off how you feel based off your food you've consumed you couldn't you know that sometimes you feel if you eat like a fried chicken sandwich today and tomorrow let's say you try to go have a heavy lift you will feel the um the energy is just simply not there because you ate so um, not so adequately the day before, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I don't, I don't know, Jake, if you've ever experienced this, but I personally have experienced it when I know I ate pretty terribly the last few days, and then I'm, I'm go to the gym the next day trying to get this energy from somewhere, and it's just simply not there because you know the food I was consuming. In this case, it's going to be the alcohol. Um, it's it, it, it all ties into to one you know bow, but it makes it difficult to put the energy find the energy and you know translate it into quality training session yeah exactly because i think um what i personally do when i know that i'm going to be drinking is i don't ever train the day after um i feel like that's you know that's up to the individual i guess but i feel like my body is generally pretty broken down after drinks um the previous night and I feel like it's just pushing my luck a little bit 
at the end of the day, one workout, you know, missing one workout um, is not that big of a deal. You know, it's, I think it's better to fully invest in the recovery of your body after, you know, the damage that you did the day before, right? Usually the damage that we, that we do is, you know, from training, but in this case, the damage that we do is from alcohol. And I think it should be treated the same way, you know, like if you, you know, alcohol train, alcohol train, like it's, you're, it's just constant breakdown over and over and over again. And I don't think that's really um, that good of a thing to, to try and force, um, you know, so. Yeah. Um, with that said, I kind of wanted to go into the uh, best options for alcohol, mm-hmm. right? Um, because as you know, we now went over how it affects you if you're trying to go um, fat loss, muscle building and training as a, as a whole. I mm-hmm. think, um, Jake, Jake, you did a good job. You mentioned this earlier. You could still lose weight and drink alcohol Mm -hmm. and you could still drink alcohol and build muscle because how you said alcohol affects you in the acute sense. You know, it's not long term. It's not going to be like you're not automatically not going to be able to build um, all this muscle you want. It's just it may take a bit longer or some training sessions basically get washed because if you drink alcohol mm-hmm. um but i think if you're looking into you know we all want to drink alcohol on it but i think if you really want to drink alcohol you gotta avoid the sugary drinks um things like beer have a lot of carbs right a lot of calories something you want to take into account um especially because you know how jake mentioned in the beginning you're when you're drinking alcohol your body doesn't use the fat and the carbs as a source of energy right it's using the alcohol for that immediate energy and Mm. if you're storing too much carbs and too much fat it's gonna be counterintuitive for your goal yeah um as far as options go um i think that if you're going to drink it's really easy to be um, conscious about the things that you can pick right you know i'm a big truly lemonade iced tea guy right like those are 100 calories a piece you know, if I know I'm going to have two or three of those, I only have to count to two or 300 and account for those calories there. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if I were to do um, like a whiskey lemonade to like, you know, to get kind of like that similar tasting drink, you have the calories from the alcohol itself. And then you have the calories from the lemonade um, from all that sugar and stuff like that. So um, always going for um, the lighter, the sorry, the lighter version of drinks. So, like if you're into beer, going the lighter route is probably the best thing you can do because it'll take away some of those calories. It'll take away some of the carbs a lot of times. Um, seltzers, obviously, I think everyone's kind of like a seltzer person now. Um, yeah, but um, if you are a liquor person, what I would recommend, I'm not going to go into dark versus light liquor. I don't really know the science behind that and how that um, differs. So I won't speak on that. But as far as options, I think that you should do like um, liquor and you should be measuring it to be completely honest. If you really care um, about, you know, your, your goals, right. Your deficit or, you know, your surplus for your bulk or your cut. Right. Um, and then you use uh, zero calorie mixers on top of it, right? You can use like um, sparkling water. Um, you can use soda water. 
um and you can get like plain ones and then use like like the mios or you know like the the energy or sorry not the energy the um like the water enhancers you know what i'm saying yeah. like doing stuff like that um diet sodas um you know you want the least amount of calories possible um to add you know because we we've already said it a few times you can drink and still achieve your goals you know but you just have to be mindful about your your options and what you can do in order to you know still be able to drink but not overdo the you know the whole night and basically throw it away and call it a wash and you know just say ah, i'm just going to take the l for today and you know consume a whole bunch of extra calories because i'm already you know I'm already breaking my diet by drinking or something. I don't think it should mm. be treated that way. Yeah. And I think I'll have one last recommendation. Mm. Uh, vodka. You know, I don't know how many people mess with vodka, but vodka is known to have zero carbs and arguably one of the lowest amount of calories if you're talking about like hard liquor. Um, okay. Vodka could be um, a lot of times, you know, there's like the, you know, you have like peach vodka. It's like flavored already. So if you're trying to, you know, use, because I'm, I'm talking about in the sense where you want to take, like, maybe you want to take a shot or you just want to have hard liquor without adding extra mixers. Those might be your kind of like other best option because you won't necessarily have to add more things to them because it has um, some sort of flavoring already. That's um, interesting. So like maybe if you want to mix that with like a club soda, right? Mm-hmm. It, you know, club sodas already have, low calories um and you know it it becomes your own little uh, mixed drink with some sort of flavoring in it already yeah and you know like one thing i haven't like i don't think i've tried it um but a drink that i've been getting into uh lately is um like the sparkling ice drinks you know so it's like they're sparkling water but they're they're flavored and they're like 10 calories a bottle you know, and using something like that, as opposed to, um, you know, using, like, you can get like a ginger ale version of a sparkling water, you can get like, lemonade, you can get like all different kinds of stuff um, that's flavored sparkling water for very low calorie. And you can use that as mix. So you can keep the, um, you know, the calorie count down for the night. Because yeah. I think that's pretty important. No, that was really good. I think that kind of like, um, so kind of to like kind of wrap everything up as a whole, my personal experience and my personal um, take on this is that I, I genuinely promote having fun. Whether you're trying to build muscle or trying to lose weight, I think it's important to, um, you know, I want, I want you to be consistent and I want you to like be um, truthful about your goals, but also know that, you know, if there's like some sort of party, some sort of like outing that you want to attend, you could still do that. And mm-hmm. I always say like, I'd rather have an ind- individual say that they're like 80% strict with their diet because that 20% they're out, you know, going to a party and, and they're able to enjoy themselves because it, I, I'd rather you say that than be 110% committed and pretty much hate your life because you're not going out. You're not being able to enjoy those things. Um, and that kind of ties into being consistent because just because you have one bad weekend or, you know, let's just say you went one out and you drank one too many drinks, right? You know what I'm talking about. We've all had those days. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean 
your whole entire weight loss journey or your muscle building journey is washed. It's doesn't, you know, it's not, it's not the end there. The, um, you don't, you don't gain weight. You don't lose weight from that one weekend. You gain weight or lose weight because you, um, did those weekends consistently. Maybe you did that for four weekends straight. Right. So I think as long as you're, you know, doing those things, having fun with it. And then afterwards, you know, continuing into your regimen where you still go work out X amount of days, you still follow your nutrition plan for the rest of the week. I think you'll be solid. Yeah. I think, you know, we, we, we again, talk about the, the ratio of consistency, right? Like, you know, you don't have to be a hundred percent perfect all the time, you know? And I think this plays into that really well, because I think that what gets, what doesn't get talked about a lot as far as alcohol goes is how it can honestly benefit you mentally, I think. And now don't, don't get it twisted. I'll explain myself here. Um, I don't think alcohol is good for your brain, but I think um, what it does do is if you're consistently in a dieting phase, right. And, you know, this could be a cut or a bulk, you know, you, you, your diet is your diet, right giving yourself those breaks every once in a while is good for your um, for your diet as a whole because it keeps it um, keeps you on track and keeps it fresh for the most part you know because like um, when you are just dieting for so so long right you're eating the same foods all the time and you know you basically say you know what this, I'm going to plan that this next weekend is going to be like, I'm going to have a couple of drinks and, you know, kind of like not think about my diet, you know, like obviously again, we're not binge eating, trying, trying not to binge eat, trying not to binge drink or anything like that. But I think the, the mental like refresher that it gives um, is kind of uh, understated a little bit, you know, again, I don't think alcohol is super beneficial for you, but I think for someone who might be, you know, getting fatigued and tired of their, like their diet and are like, you know what, it's just one of those weeks. I just kind of want to drink or something. It's okay to do that. I a hundred percent believe that for sure. Yeah. yeah I think in, in college too, when, you know, Jake and I mentioned that we went to the same college together, um, we would, you know, we were kind of all like on the same page because you and I would, you know, counter macros we would be working out during the week but we knew when the weekend was coming we knew we were going to go out to you know deal, yeah. mm-hmm. and but we still like we had fun with it and we still saw our gains coming through right it was so it's very doable and it's very possible and it's something we recommend doing you know obviously like how jake said we're not recommending to go binge eating or binge drinking but you know it's good for you to like I said, had fun with it, you know, don't be too harsh on yourself because you, no one's a hundred percent perfect and no one really can be perfect. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm pretty much all good. Is there anything you want to add or um, any closing comments? No, I hope that while you're listening to this, this kind of, you know, reminded you to have fun and maybe now you're going to, now that you're done, you're going to go out to your fridge or, you know, to your local store, Ralph's and pick up a drink and have fun. Yeah. And, you know, just to reemphasize drinking, drinking is okay. We already highlighted that it may not be necessarily the best thing for you to do as part of your, um, your health and fitness and nutrition goals, but you know, there is still a time and a place for it. So just keep that in mind. Um, but 
until next time, thank you guys for tuning in and listening as always. Um, you know, we, we appreciate you guys for um, checking back in with us and uh, continuing to support. So, uh, but until next time, guys, peace. Peace out. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. We appreciate each and every one of you who took the time to listen to this week's episode. If you enjoyed the conversation, we would love it if you shared this with someone who would find this helpful. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at BodyCompRx for more tips and information. We'll catch you guys in the next episode.